Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Christ comes to the end of his earthly life, even creation itself will enter into the great struggle between Satan and God, between life and death, between good and evil. The cross reaches its climax in today's verses. Matthew chapter 27 verses 45 through 56 says, From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lima sabachthani which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Many women were there, watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. So at this point in the story, Jesus has been hanging on the cross for a while, and as the day passes from noon until the mid-afternoon, an unusual darkness comes upon the land. Even the physical world seems to be expressing what is going on as the fullness of the kingdom of darkness comes upon the Son of God, with death, Satan's most powerful weapon, preparing to take him over. As the end comes near, Jesus cries out in Aramaic, quoting the psalmist, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus had never known distance from God. He was one with the Father. He always saw what the Father was doing. Since he'd never sinned, Jesus never felt any disconnect from God that we have all felt because of our sin. And yet, separation from God is part of the human sinful experience, and Jesus entered even into that as part of suffering the effects of sin, as all other humans do. As he was crying out to God, the witnesses thought he was calling out to Elijah. Now remember, as we've previously discussed, some Israelites were waiting for Elijah to literally come back. Could this be the moment that some were waiting for? Interestingly, they seemed to have some faith that Jesus might actually be a part of God's plan, but not enough faith to believe in who he is. As the end comes near, Jesus cries out in a loud voice. That's an unlikely way to go when you're slowly suffocating to death, but in many ways this death experience is not typical. With that cry, Jesus then gave up his spirit. What a way to phrase his death. He did it. He gave it up. His life was not taken from him. Christ gave up his life himself. 
At that moment, the curtain in the temple tore, which was hugely significant. The temple separated the Holy of Holies from the rest of the temple. There was a large, heavy curtain there, and behind the curtain was where the presence of God dwelled. With Jesus' death, God's Spirit was going to be poured out on the whole world. It was not going to be limited to one people. His presence would not be limited to just one place. The curtain tearing showed that God was breaking out upon the earth in a new way. What is more, we see some pre-resurrection resurrection on this day. Other holy people who rise from the dead. A remarkable story and a remarkable sign that the power of death was beginning to shift right away. The pagan soldiers who'd been mocking Jesus as king of the Jews witness all of these things, and now they acknowledge this was the Son of God. They can't deny what they're seeing. The female disciples of Jesus are also recorded as being there. Even as most of the male disciples went into hiding, the women are not. They stay near their Savior on this day. Today, reflect on your own sense of feeling far away from God, something we've all likely felt at one point or another. What can you learn about that based on the life and death of Christ that we read in today's verses? What does it mean for you in your walk with him as you move on from here?